Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life, you've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game, and you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work. And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. Hey, y'all. How you doing? It's Dr. Morgan. It's a rainy June morning here in Montana, and it's kind of cozy. You know how like on a rainy day, you're just cozy and you're, you're maybe in your sweats if you're lucky. Um, I've got my almond milk latte here, and I get to hang out with you all. So I'm the luckiest girl in the world getting to talk with you all about some very important topics today. I want to talk about the decision of motherhood. And if you're a male identified listener, the decision of fatherhood, right? It's all, it's all connected. This is, 
This is a big decision. And I want to talk about it in terms of how can you have these conversations in a helpful, supportive way with your partner, right? These are these are conversations that are needed. And so many of us avoid having this conversation or we only bring it up every once in a while or we're terrified to bring it up. That was me when I was younger, just terrified. Just never mention it. <laughs> uh, and as I approach my mid-30s here, children have been on my mind. My my ovaries are doing whatever they're supposed to do around this time. And I have baby fever a thousand percent. Every time I see a baby, I'm very uh, inclined to say hello and get, get their name and introduce myself. <laughs> very outgoing with babies. Um, and this a little funny side note, do any of you have little dogs? Like my little dog, Blue, my multi-poo, I always call him my angel baby. And I know that's silly, but that's what I call him because I do think that the universe sent him to me at a time when I really needed him. And I swear, sometimes he is the victim of my baby fever. I pick him up and I'm like, oh, blue the baby. And I carry him around like a baby. And then I proceed to tell my boyfriend that I birthed my dog blue and I carried him in my womb. And I go on this long, ridiculous tangent about how I love being his mother. And I think this is my baby fever that is making me sound like a lunatic. So anyways, I'm one of those dog moms and it's gotten worse the more my baby fever has amplified. Okay. So anyways, all this to say, I'm right there with you in having these conversations and thinking about this. For those of you who are already mothers or fathers, this can look like how do we have conversations with a potential partner about hey, I'm a package deal, right? I come with this amazing human as a bonus. This is my child or these are my children. So I want to just cover it all because I haven't before on the podcast. And I think that speaks to how I've grown and how this is now something that's very, very present for me in my life and relationships. So let's just talk about it. What are some of the, what are some of the things to think about in becoming becoming a parent or not becoming a parent. And once again, I don't really think this gets talked about enough in our culture. Like honestly, it it does not get talked about and there's definitely a lot more resources now than I think there ever was. Um, and there's a lot more normalizing the decision not to have children and a lot more empowering people to wait. So let's just get it all out there. Let's talk through all of it. The first thing I want to talk about is um, that timeline piece because people bring this to me all the time. Here's the truth. I fully 100% believe that if you have the desire on your heart to be a parent, 
it will happen for you. It will. And I say that because there are so many ways to be a parent, right? You can be um, someone who adopts. You can be a foster parent. You can... I've heard many times about people taking in family members' children. There are so many kids and babies and young people in the world who need parents that if that desire is on your heart, there will 100% be a way that that comes true for you. And I think what is challenging is when we have our own timeline, we have our own desire, our own plan of how we want it to happen. And we look at the milestones and the deadlines and we go, okay, it hasn't happened for me yet. It should have happened by now. And what's going to be so helpful for you is if you can hold on to the desired outcome, which is motherhood, fatherhood, right? Being a parent, you can hold on to the outcome, but release the how and know that it's available to you and it is on its way. So I firmly believe that. And let's be in reality because I believe being in reality is really good. And I also believe in science. So you're never going to just get the woo-woo manifesting side of things for me. Although I believe in that. But I also want to talk about science and reality. And here's the reality. If you have a strong preference and a strong desire to have biological children and you are female identified there is a reality that there is biological factors that impact our timelines. And because of this, it's really important to be honest, right? To be honest about what you really want and to take time to sit with yourself and explore your desires, which so many people never do, but for you to set aside time and explore your desires and be really freaking honest with yourself, is it important to me that I have biological children that I birth, right? And if that is the case, then it's very important to empower yourself with information, with exploring options, with gathering all the data that you can on the path to motherhood as soon as you have that clarity, right? And this can look like getting your fertility tested. This could look like looking at freezing your eggs. This can look like so many different things, right? And it's all about you being honest. That's the first step. If you're not honest, then you won't take action. Most people never take action because they deny and avoid and numb and they don't actually want to know what they really want. And then they don't ever have to take action. And then they lead lives of regret. And I definitely don't want that for any of you listening. So if you know it's a preference to have biological children, then you do owe it to yourself to do your research. So I want to say that. And then I also want to say that if you are not in a relationship 
and you still know that that's a huge priority for you, having children biologically, I am a firm believer in you can go after that by yourself. And maybe it's not the path that you had planned or what you wanted, but I do believe that we get to become who we want to be as individuals. And if that means that you really want to be a mom and you want to have a baby regardless where you're at in your romantic life, I 100% support you in that, whatever that looks like. And the next thing I want to talk about besides timelines is how to talk with your partner about the desire. And I think this is really important. So in my last episode, I was talking about compatibility and lifestyle. So when talking with a partner or a prospective partner, someone you're getting to know, here's what I know. Once again, building secure attachment and making sure someone has capacity for a relationship, those are so key. Those are needed first. So you wouldn't be talking about children if you did not have those things established because you need those things in order to have a co-parent, right? In order to have a partner that's going to be a great parent, you need capacity and you need secure attachment. So if you have those things, I want I want to tell you this. The discussion about children is not a one and done. If you're anything like me, when I was dating with a dysregulated attachment system in the past, you kind of walk on pins and needles and then you bring up that conversation one time and then you want to get it done as soon as possible and you want to get the answer and then you want to never talk about it again. That was kind of how I used to approach it. And that's the complete wrong approach. I want you to think about talking about kids as if you're opening the door to a room in your relationship house that is the family room, I guess. We'll call it the family room. And you will go back into that room throughout your relationship. This is not a one and done conversation. This is an ongoing dialogue that happens over time. And early in the relationship, you need time to really understand where each other are at because people change as they get into relationship and become partners and build a a secure attachment together. People grow together and they change. So you need some time to have this discussion and you don't want to have it on the first date or the third date or even maybe the fifth date because once again, capacity, secure attachment, right? Compatibility. Do you want to be this person? And I think people bring up the topic of kids too early. That's just my opinion. Um, However, that being said, I think within three months, within the three to six month mark, if children are a huge priority for you, if it's high on your list, 
You need to have expressed that. You need to have made that clear and gone into the relationship room or not the the family room. You need to have entered the family room in your relationship house and opened up the discussion. And this is another scenario where if someone tells you they do not want kids and you know in your heart that you want them, and not only do you want them, you want a co-parent and a partner to raise them with. And if this person has told you, nope, I do not want kids, you need to believe them, right? And that is a compatibility factor. And that is a lot of times a deal breaker, depending on how high it is on your value list. That's why I can't give you a, well, if they say this, then do this. This is so individualized. For some people, children is so high up on their list, right? For others, it's not. It's not a deal breaker. And what I really truly believe is that love is available to us in so many ways. And we get a lot of love in our in our family lives, in our friendships, and in our partnerships. And I really truly believe that some people decide to meet their love and relationship needs through partnership. And they're not wanting to add children into the mix. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And all the women out there who have decided not to have kids, I am so sorry if you've ever received any judgment for that. That is other people's shit getting projected onto you. You can absolutely decide that children are not right for you and your partner. And you can revisit the family room. You can go back into that dialogue at any time and always check in with each other because people grow and change and values change. And as Esther Perel says, if you're lucky, you'll have seven partners in your lifetime. And if you're really lucky, it'll all be the same person. We all grow and change in our lives. So the discussion about kids is an ongoing discussion. That's a really important thing I want you to take away from this episode. And then for those of you, real quick, let me go on this rant. For those of you who have children already, maybe you've had a past marriage or you just have children and you're dating, you need to realize your kids are a gift. And for so many people, if they see you as a loving, engaged, caring parent, that is such a beautiful, attractive thing. And you need to get out of your head that it's baggage or it's asking too much. Remember, more love is always a bonus, right? Like there can be so much value and love that comes from um, having children in your life. And the right person for you when you're dating will, will look at your children and they will see it that way and they'll be excited, right? And obviously the pacing is different. You don't introduce people to your children right away. Once again, capacity and secure attachment and compatibility. You want to determine some of those things before. So be empowered about your pacing and how long it takes you because kids are a gift. That's a gift. That's another little human that is a bonus, right? And yes, there are lifestyle factors. And yes, you can be upfront about what those lifestyle factors are. 
And at the same time, that right person for you is going to want to build a relationship with you and they're going to see your kids as a bonus. And sure, there might be challenges, but when you have secure attachment, you can always work through it. So I just want you to get out of your head when it comes to that and really flip the script, realize how much of a gift it is to have kids in your life. I mean, honestly, I would have been thrilled if my partner had kids. (laughs) (laughs) in some ways, right? It's like, I love them. I love them. So I just want you to know that the right people out there are thrilled and they love it. And of course there's challenges, but they love you and they have secure attachment with you and they want to work through the challenges together. Okay. So let's go on. I want to leave you with what are the, what are the things to talk about when you're in the family room with your partner? What are some of the things? I'm just going to give you a list and I want you to just maybe open this conversation. Remember, it's ongoing. So here's some of the things to talk about. These are some of the hard conversations to have when you are when you are deciding, okay, do we want kids? Do we not? How would we handle this? How would we handle that? Here's some of the things you would want to talk about. Finish this sentence. Ask your partner to finish this sentence. Here's what makes me scared to have kids. Or here's what I'm most worried about with having kids. Both of you have to open up. What are your fears? And and I know some of you are making a list right now. You're going to write down every single one of these. Here's another question. Would you be open to fostering or adoption if we're unable to have kids? Right? It's really helpful to kind of feel that out. A next one would be, how would we care for our children? What would child care look like? Um, Another thing we would want to talk about is, how do we feel about fertility treatments? Slash, what would we do if we could not get pregnant? More questions. How do we want to raise our children in terms of what kind of schooling do we want them to have? Is there a certain faith that we want our children to have? Would they go to church? Would they not go to church, right? Another question to ask is, how involved do we want our family members to be? Do we want our kids to spend lots of time with their grandparents and their cousins? What does that look like for having kids? Another really important question, are we both financially stable enough to afford having a child? What does that look like for us to prioritize our finances differently? Another question would be, how do we support one another in our careers or in our individual pursuits? and have children, what does that look like in your mind? What would that look like? So I give you this list because I just want to highlight, this is not a one-time conversation. This is an ongoing conversation. And it's really important to explore it thoroughly with your partner. And I want you to remember if the desire is on your heart, I'll go take us full circle back to the beginning of the episode. If the desire is on your heart, it will happen. There will be a way that it will happen. I truly believe that. And I want you to empower yourself with knowledge and information and get really, really honest about what it is that you want 
and allow yourself to take action towards what it is that you want, right? And know that there are so many people out there that do want what you want. There are so many people that, of course, desire family and of course, desire children. And then if you are in the camp of, I really just want to build a great partnership and I'm I'm a dink, I'm a dual income, no kids. I know people like that in my life. And hey, if that's you, guess what? There's a lot of people out there too. So whatever you want, there is a partner out there that is going to meet you and you're going to figure it out together and your lifestyles will align and you'll create what you want. Okay. And also remember if you're a parent already and you're in the dating world, your kid is an amazing bonus. Okay. Just remember that. What a, what an incredible opportunity for someone to not only get to know you, but to get to know your kid. Okay. I'm sending you so much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. I wish all of you so much love and support on this journey. Don't do it alone. Be open about it. Talk about it, right? You don't have to go through this alone. Um, And just know I'm right there with you as I'm figuring it out for myself. And yeah, it'll, it'll all, it will all work out. I'm saying it for me. I'm saying it for you. It is all available. There does not have to be an exact timeline. It is available to you. The desires on your heart really matter. And of course, I'm sending you so much love and I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.